Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today we'll be discussing the Wheel of the Year. But first we have some pre-show announcements per use. Um, we really want to thank everybody for rating and reviewing. We have not gotten any really funny um sorry, cat. We haven't gotten any really funny uh reviews yet because we just recorded our previous episode uh five minutes ago. So <laughs> it still stands. Whoever gets a funny uh Apple Podcast review, I will read it on the air for all eight listeners to hear and enjoy. Um, <laughs> we love all eight of it's you. five star. <laughs> um, and then we want to thank all of our listeners who've emailed uh, us their comments and stories. I had somebody send me a voice memo the other day that I forgot to tell you two about. Um, so I think we're going to play the voice memo on the thing and then we can answer her question. It's oh. going to be great. Um, like right so now. we'll do that. No, another episode. episode. Stay tuned, everyone. Um, You're such a tease. I know. I was excited. Like, (gasps) and then she's like, no, and I did. Not today. I I didn't figure out how to get it off my phone. Hold on one second, because this cat, oh my God. I'm going to lock you up. Come on. I had to lock him up. He just, I don't know what he wants. Every, he has everything he's ever wanted. He, he has wants your attention. I was giving him attention. I was holding him. But not that kind of attention. He wanted your undivided attention. He wanted my, I'm bad attention. That's what he wanted. Um, okay, so where were we? Thank you mm-hmm. for all the listeners. Voice memo. Um, um, voice that memo. You're not going to give tease. us now. Yeah. Um, so let's discuss the wheel of the year. What do you guys know about it? Much. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> oh, perfect. And I know a medium amount. Oh, do you so, want me to delve into that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going, that was you, the extent of Lauren's answer. <laughs> that was okay. that was it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I know the most about what is called the Celtic year of the wheel or wheel of the year oh hello dyslexia how are you <laughs> um so there's eight um they're called sabbats so like there's eight i guess you could call them holidays um but they're like different points in the year so depending on who you you talk to um some people consider uh Samhain to be the beginning of the wheel of the year um other people consider yule to the be the beginning of the year there's a reason um, for that. <gasps> I know so, all the things now. So I kind of consider personally myself um, Samhain to be like the the last Sabbath of the year and Yule to be the first one. Um, but so there's eight. And for me, it goes it's Yule and Bulk, um, Ostara or Ostara, depending on who you talk to, um, Beltane. Uh, Midsummer. Uh, Lamas. Is that same as Maybon? No. Midsummer okay. is not Maybon. So, um, Midsummer, and then there's Lamas or Lunasaw, 
which looks like Lugashigawa when you see it written. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's a bunch of Gaelic letters that it's say a- Lunasa. We'll Lunasa. Yeah. Uh, there's Lunasa and then uh, Maybon and then Samhain. Yeah. So Brittany knows um, everything already. Perfect. I do not. I do not. I didn't. I don't know why some people say Samhain is the first Sabbath and other people say Yule is the first Sabbath. Well, we will get into it. So everything Brittany said was right. It's a cycle of um, seasonal festivals that are now observed by modern pagans or Wiccans. um, And they were observed by ancient pagans, not Wiccans, because that was made up more recently. Mm -hmm. Um, In like the Celtic and the Germanic areas, um, the four are on the solstice and equinoxes. And then the other four are on cross-quarter days, so directly between the solstices and equinoxes. Um, and we'll go over that in more detail in a minute. Um, so they um, – contemporary pagans will do a lot of, um, you know, festivals based on folk traditions um, and historical practices. Um, you know, you can kind of celebrate it however you want now because – it's you know anything goes in eclectic paganism as as we always say um so there's wiccans call it the lesser sabbaths and the greater sabbaths so the ones that fall on the solstice and equinoxes so yule ostara because i say it like i was raised in the middle of the country <laughs> that it's not very diverse um litha and maybon um and those lesser ones have mostly germanic traditions and then the greater sabbaths i don't know why they're greater because they're not on the equinox or the solstices but whatever they can be called whatever they want um are in bulk beltane uh let's say it again lunasa 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 or you can just call it lamas lamas yeah it's also called lamas yeah Yeah. and so litha um i had my Oh, I had my um my pronunciation guide just down farther. <gasps> That's <laughs> on <right>. my sheet. <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, Midsummer and Litha are the same. Yeah, yes. and those are mostly Celtic Celtic traditions. Mm-hmm. So that's why the um there's no like agreed upon start like New Year because. Yule was the new year in the Germanic traditions, and Samhain was the new year in Celtic traditions. Okay. And then this Wheel of the Year combines both of those um, because, you know, there was a lot of mixing around the 1100s or so right? Um, of those two cultures. Plus, um, I mean, more so, things to celebrate. I mean, I'm always yeah, for that. I'm like- <laughs> always for a holiday. Right. Um. And so the Celts, later the Celts included the solstices in their um, festivities, the traditions that the Saxons brought over with them. Um, But actually the tradition of celebrating the solstices and the equinox were inherited by the Germanic peoples. Um, So it's, uh, you know, and it's all based on like the sun, basically. So Mm -hmm. the equinoxes are when the days are the shortest or longest. No, the What's it called? So the equinox are when they're equal, when day and night is equal. Right. And the then other the solstice. ones, solstices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they're longest or shortest, 
and then the equinoxes are when they're exactly equal and then each quarter in between. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about day and night. When day and right. night is are equal and then whenever like day is longer, like the longest day or the longest night of the year. Yeah. Um, so from the selfcareemporium.com, they say modern pagans will use the wheel of the year and celebrate each Sabbath and all that it brings, even though we are no longer rely on it to survive. So before, you know, it was a lot, you know, the harvest and like we talked about in the sound episode and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, bringing back the sun and, and the slaughtering of the, you know, livestock and stuff like that. And you will, a lot of it is based on survival. Um, and, you know, celebrating the life that we're living every year. Um, so it's a way for us to give thanks and show gratitude for everything that the natural world provides for us, which I think is like a nice little way to do things. Yeah. If anybody is interested, there is a tarot deck called the Wildwood Tarot. Mm-hmm. Um and it has its guidebook is like a full size guidebook and it gives an association for each tarot card for each point in the wheel of the year uh, and goes really in depth on the wheel of the year. I didn't connect with that tarot deck as much mm-hmm. and I had a friend that really connected to it. So I just gave it to him. Um, so I no longer have that to reference, which would have been <laughs> nice for this episode. Um, but I, you know, I think that tarot deck is, is happier in its new home. Um, but if anybody's interested, I will link that deck below, um, and the author and the artist and all of that. Um, so here are the holidays, um, Yule, which everybody might be a little more familiar with because we did an episode on it a little bit ago, um, is the winter solstice. It's December 19th through the 23rd. I think most people celebrate it right on the 21st, um, And in the Celtic traditions, when the Holly King wins over the Oak King um, and they celebrate the sun to bring back the longer days. That's backwards. Um, The Oak. It's whenever the Holly King King wins. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we would. We associate. rough. (laughs) No, I understand you associate it because Yule is Christmas and Holly is associated with that time. Yeah. But the Oak King one, because we're bringing the longer days back because it's the longest night of the year. So now every night after that gets shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and but Yule came, a lot of the traditions came from the Germanic area. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was thinking that during the um, the Yule episode because I was like, man, everything about Samhain was like really Celtic. And everything about this is like, you know, talking about Nordic and, and Germanic mm-hmm. people. And I was a little bit confused, but I was like. I don't want to sound stupid. And now I know why. And I was stupid. So- <laughs> you weren't stupid. You didn't know. I was I was less educated than well, I and was. Well, a lot of a lot of the reasons later. why we even have what we have for Christmas now, tradition-wise, is because of the Victorians. Mm-hmm. That is when all of the the majority of the stuff we celebrate now for Christmas really got set in stone. And a lot of that happened because of Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert, who you know, can. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of German tendencies because I wasn't he German. I don't know. Or Probably. either he was or his family was or something like that. But um, so he, you know, brought those traditions and Victoria celebrated them 
at you know at her house and then all the english people went ooh, the queen does it therefore we should do it you know and that's why we have a lot of the stuff that we have today so yeah there you go so the next one is in bulk so this is one we haven't talked about before we will Mm -hmm. do an episode on when it's closer to time so sometime next month when you're hearing this Mm -hmm. um because it is february 1st and 2nd so it's also called candlemas candlemas I love it. Mm-hmm. It's halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. Um, and it falls uh, on the 1st of February, traditionally making uh, the first little stirrings of spring. So uh, an American holiday that we celebrate around that time is Groundhog's Day. And yep. I thought that was like kind of funny, you know, because, you know, you see these sorts of things celebrated throughout a lots of cultures all over um the world in these like especially the like ancient traditions that you know rely mostly on the sun and then somehow that turned for us into groundhog's day (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm into it you know um so the sabbath is associated with light but not necessarily with heat because february is still very cold where we Mm -hmm. are um so candles and bonfires are lit to symbolically strengthen the sun um, to help it enter strongly into the approaching spring. Um, so, Brittany, do you do anything on in bulk? So, this is where I tattle on myself. You don't um, have to do it. It's eclectic pagan. No, I will tattle on myself. <laughs> <laughs> let me ta- let me overshare. Um, so, Especially last year, I don't know what the deal was, but I missed several Sabbaths and I was like, what the hell? Um, you know, and then you I didn't gave, have a podcast about it yet. I know. And mm-hmm. I was also, you know, also give yourself some grace. I mean, yeah. shit should be going on, should be going down. Um, but as far as in bulk, um, what I did for in bulk after in bulk was over and I went, oh shit. And I went, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Is I did like a little. Um, kind of ritual, I guess, altar thing where I took uh, an old can, you know how a lot of candles come in glass, like glade candles mm-hmm, come in yeah. glass. Mm-hmm. Um, I cleaned that out. I put salt in it um, and then st- stuck bay leaves in it and a little white candle and I lit it and I meditated on it and that was about it. Um, I love it. Yeah, it. I think a lot of people say something good to do for in bulk is to like plan out your garden. Um, mm-hmm. So you can take that literally or not. Yeah, metaphysically. Ooh. Yeah. So a lot of people um, will talk about like it's you preliminarily, pre- preliminary, preliminarily <laughs> priming. <clears throat> Uh, essentially it's you, um, planting seeds to think about like what you want to, you know, grow and then harvest. But historically speaking, this is when like farmers and stuff had to sit down and be like, okay, what am I going to be planting this year? And, you know, a lot of farmers now, well, gardeners and farmers will do their starts inside their house. Yep. Starting February. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... That's, I mean, 
one in bulk I did do starters in my house and then um they were doing really well and then my cat Toulouse sat on them all and they all died (laughs) and I was like I don't know if this is like foreshadowing or (laughs) what I tried to get the main reason we don't do starters in our house we have (laughs) four cats and I I know they just won't survive no I it's one of those things where like you know so uh, Lauren, I already told Shelby this, but um, I plan on doing a vision board this year, um, actually doing it. I actually have the, su- the supplies to do it. Um, I also love how Thunder is snorting into the – or not Thunder, how Lightning is snorting into the <laughs> – yeah. named, We named the, the round after him. <laughs> <laughs> lightning. Now, I was thinking of uh, – my in-laws have a dog named Thunder. Um, but anyways uh, – where was I going with this? Yes. Um, so a vision board. Um, I realized that I would like to have my own like garden space where I can actually do starters and things like that to where Toulouse can't lay on them and kill them all. <laughs> that would be great. Um, so I think I'll add that to my vision board around in bulk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that I think with each Sabbath, it'd be nice to kind of like refresh it a bit because I don't want it to be like I put it up on the wall and then I see it, but then I, it becomes part of, like, the decor. Yeah, it becomes, like, background noise, and then I'm not yeah. paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's what I do for in-bulk. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys do for in-bulk? Yeah, Nothing. well, I haven't, yeah, I haven't <laughs> ever done anything for in-bulk because I didn't know what it was. But, you know, I like the, the light a little candle. I might go outside and light a candle because we know I can't have candles in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, An LED so candle might... will do just as well. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes. I, I bet they're all going to be on sale right now because, yes. you know, Christmas is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'm going to get me some LED candles. Yeah, and then I think is... those would also hold up against the cats pretty good too. Yes. <laughs> so here is my little insert here um, for all of our little baby practitioners out there, or or whatever wherever you're at on your journey. Um, it is okay to incorporate modern stuff into your practice because everybody before you has done the exact same thing. Yeah. So it is. It okay. used to be modern. Yeah, it used to be modern. It's not anymore, obviously. But if you if all you can get. If all you can do is get your hands on like a little LED candle, that works just as well. I know that there's going to be people out there that can be like, no, it doesn't. And that's their truth. And that's cool. Um, But this is Auntie Brittany giving you permission to incorporate modern things into your practice. I just forget that LED candles exist. Because I always well, think about wanting to buy them when I see them and then I never do. And then I forget they exist again. I Object think- permanence, like I said. Right. I think um, Amazon is having a big sale on a lot of their LED candles for pretty cheap because it is right after Christmas and they're trying to get rid of that. And I know we don't, I know you may not want to support that stuff, but you work with what you got. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. So, you know, do what you can. But, you know, if all you can afford is Amazon, that's not your fault. That's capitalism's fault. And it's okay to order from them. Well, I mean, um, maybe Walmart has them or your local store. You could check that out first. Yeah, Target, Home Goods, all of them, probably just as bad as Jeff. Um, so, you know, do what you Spe- can. In the last episode, when I talked about uh, everybody has a name, 
That's the name. Oh yeah, that is a name that nobody likes. Yeah, that's mine. Anybody mm-hmm. who, literally anybody named Jeff, anybody named Jeff, I've met like maybe two of them that I didn't have a vehemently bad reaction to because they sucked as a human being. So <laughs> that's just everyone has a name. That one's mine. So. But if you're a listener, you're one of the good ones. We won't have a venomous reaction probably. Oh, yeah. Also, I haven't met you. So, I mean, like, of course, (laughs) of course, I'm talking about individuals, not Jeff's or Jeffrey's as a whole. It just happens to be my experience. Yeah. If your name is Jeff and you're Um, a Gemini, then I probably won't like you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And don't even talk to her if you're an Aries. No, I told you Gemini is worse than Aries. Wait, 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 wait. Is your ex also yes. a Gemini? Yes. Okay. These, yeah. these oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, it's really, yeah. That's why Geminis are worse than Aries. So you know, I'm a Gemini rising, so it, we can't we can't I, have redeeming qualities. I told you, it's not every single Gemini that I've ever met as a whole in my experience of life of people that I've met that I have not liked or have not gotten along with have been on a whole majorly Gemini's and then secondly, who are named major- Jeff. Who are named <laughs> Jeff. And then secondly, Aries as, as a majority, I'm not going to, it's not like someone's going to walk up to me and be like, I'm a Gemini and be like, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go, okay, that's neat. Happy birthday around that time of the year. And you know, cause uh, I do have one friend in particular who is a Gemini and I get along with them just fine. It's not a problem. So don't come for me. <laughs> I see you both looking at me with the those adorable with those adorable little faces. And I'm like, listen. <laughs> it sounds like to me, like you want me to hate Geminis and Aries <laughs> as a whole, as an entire species. So if you're a Gemini or an okay. Aries, so I don't Gemini's hate and you. Aries okay. can be okay. Well, yes, um, anybody can be okay. <laughs> it's just all if signs I, are okay. It's just my experience. Capricorns are just better than everybody, though. <laughs> okay, that is on you. <laughs> I think that I'll Shelby. I think Shelby's projecting <laughs> and putting projecting words and, and putting words in my mouth because that's what Capricorns she thinks. are super cool, followed very closely by Scorpios. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And Tauruses can come so, too. <laughs> Ostara. Um, or how did you say it? Okay, so when I was learning, um, my teacher taught me Ostara. But Ostara. but I have overwhelmingly heard everyone say Ostara. I mean, um, that's how it looks to my little American eyeballs. I've even had um, somebody call it um Estra. Um, because oh. that's where we get a lot of um, Easter. That, okay, stuff from. so that's the Germanic goddess of spring mm-hmm. is E O S T R E, Estra. So Ostra. that's oh, yeah. where they got that. Um, so it's, it's also where we get spring. estrogen. Oh, look at us <laughs> go. Get it? Goddess of spring. Uh huh. Infertility, huh? Uh-huh. With eggs. Oh my god. Eggs. Okay. <laughs> so light and darkness are in balance again because it's the equinox, they're equal. 
Um, so it's about March 19th through the 23rd. Is it the 21st at like the spring equinox is on when it's on the calendar? Uh, let me look that up real fast. Yes, the 21st of March. 21st, yeah. So um, Oster, Ostara, however you want to say it in your practice, um, takes its name from the Germanic goddess, like I said, Estra. Um, she was traditionally honored and celebrated during the month of April with feasts and celebrations similar to today's Easter celebrations. Wonder how they got those ideas. We'll find out in hmm? March, March's episode. Hmm? Um, so this, these celebrations focused on fertility, new beginnings, rebirth, um, you know, all the things associated with springtime. Um, and she, the, the goddess generally appears as a rabbit. Uh, mm-hmm. again, oh. I wonder oh. how these Easter traditions started. Um, we stole them. La 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 la. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, and <laughs> I mean, you. you know, rabbits are obvious because of their prolific ability to procreate. Um, so let's see so what do you do Brittany, on ostara once again last year i really bungled it and was like oh shit uh last year you took a little break i did i did take a little break like i do with every moon it happens (laughs) it's fine i Um, celebrate the waning crescent thank you very much (laughs) huzzah um yeah actually this year my uh for my birthday it was a waxing crescent and i've for some reason that felt significant for me so i'm i need to look that up thank you for reminding me you're um, welcome <laughs> you you've always been a good i friend. knew it <laughs> it's I knew like it you know i did it um so for ostra um or ostara i've honestly never heard anybody else call it ostra so um Call what you want, eclectic. Yeah. We, we pick and choose what we want to say. Um, so something that I do is I definitely put a lot of little rabbit figurines and egg figurines around my house. Um, yeah. A lot of, it, they're really easy to come by too because Easter. Um, yeah. And then I usually like to bake. I don't know why. I like to yeah. bake um, and I love coloring eggs. I will never get over loving coloring eggs. It's still magical to me and you get to eat a delicious egg afterwards yeah. um eggs oh can't go wrong oh my god okay. unless you have kids who think you're destroying their art piece yeah and therefore you can't throw it out and then it becomes rancid in the fridge and you bury and you it you have to like sneak it out of your house i feel like this is Did, something tell the you easter bunny, have the easter bunny took it the, the Easter Bunny brought it away. <laughs> well, that it is something... our. It's like the milk and cookies for the Easter Bunny, <gasps> right? But instead no. of Santa, is it? Well, if I don't know if this will help Lauren, but something that um, is a very good uh, manifestation spell, but also a good protection spell, is um, writing your wish on an egg and burying it, um, which is especially good if you put it in a potted plant, like pretty deep. If it's a deep enough potted plant because it's fertilizer. Um, But if you bury an egg by your front door, 
it's meant to be protection for the household Ooh. too. So you could always just tell him that, you know, worms maybe you need it. Well, yeah, maybe you could plant something together and be like, you know, your egg is going to grow this beautiful plant and it's going to be extra beautiful because you did such a good job on your egg. Or let him take a picture of it and then eat it. Would he, would he enjoy that? He wouldn't eat it either. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe you could go out and put it, bury it near your front porch and it'll be extra protective because it's something that your, your kiddo did. I did so. that one year where I used it for deviled eggs and he was so sad. Oh. And now I just don't go there. That happens. <laughs> I understand. Oh my God. Okay. Total side tangent. Um, so I made a shit ton of deviled eggs for Christmas this year because I love deviled eggs. And yes. I brought one. So I, I boiled two dozen eggs. Oh. Yeah. Cause I was like, we're going to eat a lot of egg, a lot of deviled eggs. So I brought, cause I had two Christmases, right? Okay. So I bought one to one Christmas and everybody's like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Thank you so much. And then the second Christmas we went to was more of a drive. Like it was like an hour and a half drive to get mm-hmm. to where we were going. And so we had packed up everything and we were like, okay, we're ready to go. And we did it. And we got there. And as soon as I walked in through the door, I was like, oh, I forgot the devil days. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, oh no. And then nobody knew about it except for me. That's Short husband good. looked at me and went, did you forget the devil days? I went, yes, I did. And he was like, oh. And then tall husband was like, well, more for you guys later at home? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> tall husband doesn't like uh, fart <laughs> eggs is what we <laughs> lovingly call them. <laughs> so That's true. That's yeah, true. He's like, I don't I like fart eggs. Guess. Yeah. Well, and to him, he... <sighs> okay. TMI about tall husband. You didn't need to know you could edit it out. He's a super taster. Which means that, like, per, like he's like he has more taste buds on his tongue than what is oh. normal. So he oh. tastes things. He very he well. like yes. a kid does like very like even yeah. more like very 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 well, which makes him an extra picky eater because yeah. he can taste stuff that other people can't. Um, so yeah, to him, deviled eggs smell and taste sulfuric too much which Mm -hmm. he associates with toots so (laughs) they're fart eggs and he doesn't like he also doesn't for me right fine with him not liking them i love deviled eggs but um yeah he also isn't big on vinegar vinegary things are a no-go for him too so i'm i sometimes i'll eat pickles just straight out of the jar I, i love things in vinegar i like sweet pickles like bread and butter pickles but like salty and vinegar and that's it makes me go like i can't do it more for me i get all those pickles too like i remember laura have a very bad tummy ache after i go to this event (laughs) (laughs) she's just gonna be sucking on pickles and deviled eggs you're gonna roll home and you are going to gas your partner just gas them completely (laughs) but yeah uh, Lauren did I think I remember us as kids you really liked the salt and vinegar chips oh my god I love salt and vinegar yes and I remember like a lot of the times I would accidentally eat one and I would be like, <laughs> like like no this is the wrong chips no thank you I like them but if I eat too many then it feels like I've burned yeah. the layer of my tongue off yeah, yeah or my lips get it's like yeah. raw so yeah because 
You can't eat a lot of that. But yeah, I love them. I love the mm. taste. I like pickled radishes, like that you get from like Korean fried chicken places. No, just no. I don't Radish, know if I've ever no. had those. Mm-hmm. Can. Oh, they're delicious. They're delicious. They're made from daikon radishes, not the little tiny red ones that you get from here. Oh, okay. they're they're I big, huge. To, but, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a completely different type of radish than what we have here. Um, they're still in the radish family, but they're not like um. Then they're put in like they're sweet and tangy and savory and all of that all at the same time. And I'm literally salivating just thinking about them. But we went to um, our local Korean fried chicken place for my birthday, and I was like, can I please get extra radishes? And then everybody was super nice and didn't eat hardly any of the radishes because they knew I liked them so uh-huh. much. And then I got home, and I felt a might bit peckish later that evening. And so I was sitting in you know, my chair, just enjoying life, and I ate all of them. I drank all the juice, and the next day I was like, my tongue feels funny. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god, I burned off my tongue. I drank all of this vinegar and shit. So this is old people issues, listeners. So that's what you have to look forward to. Vinegar. (laughs) That's what 33 will bring you. Hey, you're not there yet. You're almost there. I am almost there. You've got it. Like, what, 12 days? Yeah, not very long. Um, so the next one is Beltane, which is also called May Eve, um, and it's halfway between the spring and s- spring equinox and summer solstice, April 30th and May 1st, uh, May Day, fun, um, and it comes from the Gaelic word that translates into bright fire, um, fire bonfires being a symbol of protection, just like in Samhain. Um, and they'll do another fire ritual just like we went over in the Samhain episode. They involve their cattle, their crops, um, people, and it's to encourage growth. And they celebrate the great fertility of Mother Earth because things are blooming. You know, we're starting to see kind of the fruits of our labor that we did, you know, in Imbolc and our Ostara where we were planting our stuff. And now we're kind of seeing some stuff come up and yay, we can eat a vegetable again because we've been living on salted meats for a long time and that's hard on a person. People get scurvy, you know, Mm. we can have uh, a lemon now. Um, So let's see, Brittany, do you do anything for Beltane? I know you have the Beltane Oracle, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, So Beltane, in my experience is also when the veil is super thin. Um, mm-hmm. But it's different because Samhain is, you know, representative of, like, dark and shadow, death, um, internal uh, rest, um, that sort of thing. It's they're, None of them are bad or negative. They just are. And yeah, then winter Beltane, stuff. Right. And then Beltane is associated with uh, light, birth, creation, external um sex honestly very much associated with that Um, spring stuff birds and bees exactly um so they have an interesting dichotomy but both of them um the veil is thinner i would say um in my experience it's easier to talk to passed over loved ones Mm -hmm. on Samhain and then during Beltane it's easier to talk to entities Mm. like 
During Beltane, um, I do a lot of fey magic because yeah. that's when they're oot in a boot um, from my experience. Um, but, you know, I think it's kind of sad because I see what a lot of other countries do for May Day. Um, and a lot of other countries, it's their Labor Day. They get May Day mm-hmm. off. Um, and there's a lot of festivals and there's celebrations and there's all this stuff. And like the Maypole. Mm hmm. Mm. And like bonfires and barbecues and just kind of enjoying, you know, the hey, summer is very close. And my mom even talks about how like when she was a kid, there was a lot of stuff that like her community did. Um, she grew up in the uh, northwest coast of the U.S. Um, and they used to do a bunch of stuff for May Day. And she was like, I thought it was she was like, it was really sad to see that like it went away. And I was like, well, dang it, like, <laughs> that that could be a lot of fun. So um, my suggestion is, like, maybe have a barbecue, um, yeah. you know, or have a bonfire if you can have one, like, or if you've got, like, a little fire pit or something. Um, you know, if you can't do that stuff, then it's, you know, nothing wrong with doing some fey magic or eating some vegetables. <laughs> Eat a vegetable. Eat a vegetable. Yeah. So. Have some lemon tea. Have some lemon (laughs) tea. Pretty much anything associated that you associate with like the sun or summer. It's a good time to like do some of those things. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this happens to other people, but with Beltane, I really do get a strong like. It is much easier to talk to things that aren't human. I wonder if that has to do with, like, being the opposite of Samhain. Like, Samhain is passed on people. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, the entities are, like, pre-people. You know what I mean? Very well could be. Wibbly-wobbly, I mean, timey-wimey. Who knows? Right? Not us. We well, haven't said our catchphrase <laughs> in a while. <laughs> Who knows? Not us. <laughs> We're just speculating. Yeah, wild speculation. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, talk to your your fairies and remember, don't make any deals. Um, If you have an association with things with fae, like, and it's also a good idea to research what fae are in your area. So you know, if you're in the United States, then it is really good to look up like folklore of like critters or creatures myth mythical creatures that live in your area or like what indigenous people believed in were lived in your area um you know i just give them the term fey um because that just is what makes the most sense to me um but yeah it's a good opportunity to research that stuff because it's never a bad idea to appease those beings in your area <laughs> Always you know, appease the beings. Never, you know, leaving out a dish of milk and honey and some bread never pissed off anything as far as I've experienced. So, yeah. Have you used your Beltane Oracle in your Beltane practices? Yes. Well, no, because I got it. I think I got it after, after Beltane. Beltane, didn't I? I Probably. Yeah, because it was well, summer. I think it was your belated birthday gift. Oh yeah, I so think it I gave it to you like, as soon as it came out. Actually, well, to answer your question, uh, no, um, but I did use it all throughout um, the summer. It was like my main. Yeah. It was the main deck that called to me. Um, 
I use it a lot with, um, I have another deck. Hold on. Una, hold please. He, Shelby, ask me what I do. Lauren, what do you do? I do nothing. <laughs> do you think you might start after learning a little bit about the wheel of the year or uh, too I overwhelming? Would, it might be a lot to remember here and there, yeah. unless, you know, Brittany is reminding us or now that we do this podcast. Well, Ostara is just... a lot like Easter. So you, you are yeah, celebrating I some of them. Yeah, naturally. kind of technically. Okay. So I, hold on. Uh, maybe if I put in dick will you give me shelby in our youth at our church didn't we do like a maypole one year but was that for like easter we did a maypole for choir one year choir yeah yeah i remember doing one on that like the grounds of the church that we grew up at you know me i don't remember most of our childhood um she just deleted it (laughs) Yeah, my brain was just like, no, thank you. Um, it okay. sounds like something they would do, like so, by the big statue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I found the the name of this deck. I found this deck. Um, why didn't you just take me? Oh, sorry, this item is. Oh, god damn it! All right, it's called the Gospel of Aradia Oracle Card Deck. That is the deck that I used in tandem with the Beltane deck that Lauren gave me. Okay. I um, like that. Well, if I can, I was trying to find it and it's like, well, you want to buy this on Etsy? I'm like, sure. And it's like, oh, sorry, it's unavailable. I was like, I, uh, I just wanted to I just want to link see it. the freaking deck. Just let me I'll do it. it out. Yeah, it's Gospel of Eridia Oracle Deck by Stacy yeah. DeMarco. DeMarco, yeah. DeMarco, okay. I've heard her name before. Yeah. Um, oh, for those who don't know, um, we are talking about the wheel, or the Season of the Witch Oracle series yes. that they're putting out by, I will link the authors because I do not remember them, um, but Brittany has the Beltane one and I have the... Um, I have the Samhain one, as one. Well. and yeah, Brittany has the Samhain one as well. Lauren, do you have any of them? No. Oh well, I know what we're getting I was, for your birthday. <laughs> I was going to purchase uh, the Yule one, but I was going to wait until all my Christmas and birthday. Oh, is there gifts. a Yule one out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I've I've been on a deck hold since since November just to like just in make case. sure I don't duplicate what anyone else bought. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm we, not going to be sending you a tarot deck for your birthdays, so. Okay, cool. Okay. Then I'm going to go that's ahead and buy what it. you're wondering. <laughs> oh my god, I have something crazy to tell you guys. My stepmother gifted me a tarot deck for Christmas. Ooh. Right? We are that's speechless. Fine. And I was like, yeah. Okay. What'd your dad say? He wasn't paying attention. Are you kidding me? Okay. It was Christmas. <laughs> it was Christmas chaos. He just got his knee replaced. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, on the seventh, he got his knee replaced. He's doing great. Um, but it's really funny because it's not funny, but it is funny. Um, so all throughout uh Christmas, <laughs> he would be doing stuff, you know, because he's up and about and he's walking about. Um, but he would just well, it's go good to move it. 
Yes, very much so. And he's healing very quickly because he's doing all the stuff he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every now and again, you hear him go, ah! <laughs> somewhere in the house. And I associate that sound with stop what you're doing, don't touch that, or just stop with what you're uh, doing. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, drop it. Yeah. Uh huh. So every time he'd you're do that, you're about to burn yourself or electrocute yourself or something. Or something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So every time he'd do that, I would stop immediately what I was doing out of fucking habit and I would look at him and he would just have this weird grin on his face and I was like what is <laughs> happening and he goes he goes for like a, a millisecond I have excruciating sharp pain going through my entire leg but it's over in like a popcorn farts worth of a second he was like so I can't help but go ah and then it's done <laughs> So the whole freaking day was my dad going ah! <laughs> out of the blue and me stopping and jumping with whatever I was doing, <laughs> being like, I am, I am in my thirties. There is no reason for me to be acting this way. <laughs> but yeah. So, well, I think everybody kind of regresses when they go back to their childhood homes for holidays and stuff. Like we all mm-hmm. kind of regress back to our teen years. Yeah. Um, yep. What but tarot deck? I feel like a kid. What it, uh, what's the name of the tarot deck? It was just a generic tarot deck. I don't think it had a specific um, artist was or author. Was it a Rider Waite Smith de- version? It like had that. the the it had all the cards in it, the four suits <laughs> and the court cards. Oh lord, guys, yeah. I don't do tarot. <laughs> Send us a picture, and then it's probably it sounds it's not in my general it, vicinity. It's at another. Well, yeah, eventually send us a picture. Yeah, um, um, I think I bet it's if it's like, is it like a classic? Those classic images of tarot? No. That, that, okay. Yes and no. It it's not. I don't know. I'll just have to send a picture. But I'll figure it out later. What what I was gonna say is that I was fiddling with the cards. I was just kind of shuffling them and kind of just being like, hey, like, what am I? You know what am I going to get out of this deck or like, give me a, you know, I'm going to pull one card about like my future or whatever, just kind of leaving it open. And I pulled the 10 of cups. Nice. And I was like, nice I was like, okay. All right. And then, Heck yeah. And then tall husband was like, I want to play with it. And I was like, okay. And, you know, he doesn't. That's fun that you got it from a family member and you right? pulled the 10 of cups. Right. Then, exactly. You know, a family member we've historically had some issues with. Uh, lot, yeah. Mm. That pretty yeah. good. They're, they're kindly. Um, so, you know, there's there's some evolution there, you know. Which yeah, is, which is that's nice. fun. Um, but Tall Husband pulled uh, Strength and another card, and I can't remember what it was. And he was like, what's this card mean? I was like, lots of stuff. It depends on the context. And he looked at me and he goes, I wasn't thinking about anything. And I was like, well. Yeah. <laughs> and it probably doesn't mean too much. <laughs> it probably means nothing, honey. Like, <laughs> So, yeah. Well, okay. So let's say that you guys did have, you know, now that you have some understanding of, you know, Beltane or a star or whatever, the the first few that we've talked about, like mm-hmm. if you had the ability and the wherewithal and the spoons and all that other fun junk to do something on one of those days, which, what would you do? I like your idea of doing the like bonfire on the May Day. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of celebrating. I mean, one day if I'm able, I want to do a maypole. I want to put a big old pole in my yard and we'll all dance around <laughs> it. Um, 
so maybe I'll throw a party. Um, and I like the I like the in bulk where we light our little candles. I'm gonna get me some some little uh, LED candles to light. So, Ostara, we kind of already. So, I mean, I don't do a whole lot for Easter anymore. Just go over to my aunt's house, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have ham. We have ham yeah. on Easter. <laughs> That's like our- I look for bunnies outside. We have a little family of bunnies that <gasps> there's like a dip in our yard that the lawnmower can't get to that mm-hmm. they live in every year. Aww, I love bunnies. So, yeah, and they hop around our little yard, and I love them so much, and I hope. Uh, nobody eats them. So my cats are inside cats. So they're not eating them. Uh, what about you, Lauren? Um, I mean, I do celebrate Easter. So yeah. I guess maybe incorporating more of the idea of that. That's in bulk, right? Yeah. Easter. Yeah. In bulk. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Ostara no, no, no. is East, is the Easter like one. Yeah, but I don't have the Google Docs open, so that's okay. In bulk is in bulk and um, a star. In bulk is the like plan your garden one. Do you do a lot of gardening? You know, I used to, especially when um, my husband was in the military because they had. I know my dog is. I don't know why you're whining. Lightning's tattling on you. I think he wants attention. He's like your cat, where he just wants all the attention right now. Um, kindred. My father-in-law is like an avid gardener, and now he's just going to be even louder. <laughs> he Sorry sounds like a it. bear. He sounds like he a bear. Is. He is. He's like a little baby, really big little baby. Um, <laughs> he's an avid gardener, and mm. he has been down on his health a little bit this past couple of oh, years, yeah. but he's getting mm. a little better. So maybe he can uh, help with our yard figure out something because our yard isn't quite ideal for a garden plus we have tons of deer and bunny rabbits and armadillos and raccoons did i send you guys pictures of our garden that we built i know what you're talking about i've seen your bed yeah mike so my husband um he wanted to do a garden because we're afraid of the fall of society. And so we built like a raised bed in our yard, but instead of doing like raised bed, like normal people do, we built it like a 13 by 13 foot square with cinder blocks and posts that we can put. Cause we have a lot of deer and bunnies mm-hmm. and birds so we put chicken wire around it so the deer can't get to it. And we put a little thing on to top. It? We had a door that opens and locks. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he built a very intense garden. Um, so, yeah, I think I think this year at In Bulk we'll do that whole plan had, our garden thing. I had somebody tell me about how they did something like that where they had, like, um, their garden that they kind of had a fence around and stuff. And then they chose like another part of their yard that maybe wasn't like, you know, fancy or anything like that. And they just, you know, they planted other stuff there. Mm-hmm. And since mm-hmm. it was more easily accessible, the animals ate oh, from, yeah, yeah, they, they ate the, 
easily accessible stuff and they left the stuff behind the fence alone because it's smart yeah you're gonna go for the easier stuff Well, yeah why work for it right you know and i I, oh go ahead oh i was gonna say also the egg spell is really easy to do Mm -hmm. isn't like Um, a whole egg does it have to be like fresh no. From a chicken? Does it have to it be your art, art hollowed bones. out? Nope. It's can just have it boiled and dipped and dyed and it'll still count? Yeah. yeah. Because all you're doing is giving it back to the earth. It doesn't matter. Okay. There are going to be people that hear this that are going to be like, no, you have to do it a specific <laughs> way. And that's cool. That's how they feel that it should be done and that's what works best for them. And I we have... all know how Brittany feels about rules. I don't like them mostly. <laughs> Most there's an exception. The only rule is there's always an exception to the rule. Um, so there's some rules that I'm like, you're not following the rules, and then there's others where I'm like, eh. But this is one of those things that I found that as long as it's like, so pretty much any egg dye you get is food safe, and yeah. it's not it's non toxic because usually children do it, um, you know. <laughs> And any child that goes, hmm, this is a fo- a cool color. What does it taste like? It's Kool-Aid. Let's drink it. Oh, it's yeah. straight vinegar. Cool. <laughs> and then somebody's going to find out they love vinegar. That's how it's going to happen. Um, but it doesn't matter. You know, as long as you put your intention behind it, you can even, if you want to, after you're done with it, you can write on permanent with permanent marker, like your intention on the egg once you're done with it and just bury it i suggest that you bury it at least six inches deep um if it's too close to the surface then um it, somebody will dig it up and eat it yeah and but if it's like six inches or, or deeper um usually by that point it belongs to the bugs um and other plants but what it is is it's a slow fertilizer because it is slowly decaying mm. um but i mean like great for plants you've got your nitrogen you've got your right. calcium you've got you know, yeah, I've heard you stuff. could take like your eggshells and yeah, crush crush them up and use them as like fertilizer yep. dust. So what you're going to do is if you're going to do that with your eggshells is that I suggest that under running water, um, rinse out the inside of the egg and there's going to be a membrane that mm-hmm. is inside of that. You're going to take that off. That actually makes a great band-aid if you are in desperate need of closing a wound on you, by the way. It makes an mm. excellent Band-Aid um, if you're desperate. Um, and then you're going to just take that eggshell and you're going to let it air dry for about mm, six hours or so. And then you can throw it in a fucking blender and a food processor and more and pestle and you can dust it up. And it is great for as fertilizer and it's also great for spell work. So Ooh, yeah. you can use it as either one. There you go. I was going to say, I like the idea of a maypole too, but I've imagined more of like maybe winding a bracelet together with different threads. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just like a mini, mini version. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. one of those things where it's kind of like when I think of like dances and stuff like at the Victorian, like Victorian balls and stuff like that. I was like, man, I'd love to do that. But I also know that I don't know any of the moves. And I know with the maypole, usually there's a dance that goes with it, other than you just like running around the pole with a ribbon, which right? Because it's do. supposed to make like a design as it goes down. Yeah, I could, I would, I would research it. Girl, yeah, I mean, I, I would you. love to. I research could teach it. everybody the dance. 
right? I'll spray bottle them if they don't step right. I was in show choir. I know how to do this. <laughs> I was going to say uh, our insert uh, anonymous name choir teacher taught us how to do maypole. Yeah, we did it for um, the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, right? we did or it for the, the um, Renaissance Feast. Yeah. The we, feast. We had a feast. The feast. That was the best time. That really was. That was one of my absolute favorite uh, things yeah. to do in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. So next, our next holiday is Litha, which is the summer solstice or midsummer, mm-hmm. um, June 19th, 21st, or 23rd-ish. Um, and in the legend of the Oak King and the Holly King, um, the brothers fight to rule and the King Oak has ruled for the past six months, as Brittany helped me remember. Um, and uh, on this date, he returns to fight and kills, or uh, I guess he doesn't kill because he's going to come back in a little bit. Um, and King Holly wins, um, symbolically representing that the sun reaches its zenith. Um, but it falls again and gradually weakens um, and the turning point of nature where the days are pleasant, but the arrival of winter is imminent. Um, so it's like the start of the dark side of the year. Um, and it's typically celebrated with fire and bonfire. I'm I'm getting a lot of like recurring fire. themes, da, 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 a lot da. of fire, fire. Um, you know. It, there's a reason why, you know, everybody has fire pits now. It's because they're fun. Fire's fun. It's nature's it TV. It warm. Yeah, it's nature's TV. It's something it's, to look at. It I lights forget. up the darkness because they didn't have electricity. So I you kind of needed that. Right. I can't remember what it's called, but there is some... Uh, you get the same thing when you watch, like, fish swimming in water. It's like this really like tranquil. It's mesmerizing. Yeah, I call it nature's TV. There's a few things. So like falling snow, mm-hmm. rain, watching a uh, river, water, watching fire. Is it's, it's soothing? Nature- yeah, it's nature's TV. It also, I think, is that why it- I kind of zone out when I'm like driving in snow and the it yep. looks like the like you're going through the space screensaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it it activates I forget what it is some part of your brain that enter it's like entering chill mode. This is the interactive part of the podcast where listeners write in and if you get us the answer I'll read it on air. Yeah, Please yeah. interact with us in any way. I would really appreciate it. Thank you. That'd be really good to like meditate too. Yes, all of yeah. that, all of that you just said. So mm-hmm. there's actually like on YouTube there's videos where it'll be like eight hours of like a fireplace or watching the snowfall or watching a river or a creek and um it helps it can help a lot especially with sleeping um but yeah bonfires man they're fun yeah so, so <laughs> what do you guys do for your midsummer activities nothing well, this is it's of. a little bit sooner, but it's around the 4th of July. I, I mean, mean well, that's yeah. celebrating something very different, but we do celebrate a thing then. We'll do bonfires kind of like- throughout the year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 
Do you hear him whining right now? Oh, yes. And it's great. What is it? it? He said, Mama. We got to get him his own mic. You know what I mean? You're not paying attention to me, Mama. Mama, please. He's going to develop a habit where he wants treats like nonstop when I'm doing these things. I mean, same. Yeah. Well, and also they talk about don't give in to the behavior or they think that that will get it every time. But it's so much fun to give in to the behavior. Like it's more fun. Um, What I'm trying to say over my dog is that we will do bonfires throughout the summer, mm -hmm. even in the spring and fall. And uh, my kid loves s'mores. Like he could probably eat one of those, maybe 10 of those a day if he had a choice. Mm. He loves them so much. I saw something on TikTok that I want to try, y'all. This girl took a strawberry and she put it on the end of her little roasting stick. She then dipped it in marshmallow fluff, <gasps> roasted that over the fire, and then dipped it in Nutella <gasps> and okay, ate wow. it. Okay, like, okay, well, I, that's the newest I, I, thing you have to introduce to your son now. Right. A, <laughs> Maybe I can get him to eat fruit that way. One fruit. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> dipping just about anything, any fruit in marshmallow fluff makes it 12 times better to a child. Yeah. But yeah, I was gonna say, um God, I want that now. I want that now, Brittany. I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry. You're welcome. There's a reason why Capricorn yeah. is glad I know by about the it devil now. card. Like <laughs> 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 Hello, it's me. I'm the problem. With our um, earthly pleasures. You know what? I, I might as well enjoy the earthly pleasures while you've got the vehicle to navigate right, to earthly pleasures because yeah. once we're in the ether sure we've attained a bunch of other cool stuff but can you eat strawberry roasted marshmallow fluff on a stick probably not <laughs> like, Nutella? i don't think i so. mean come on um but yeah i usually throw a pool party on midsummer um or very yeah. very close to it um and just really soak up sun um and enjoy some nice drinky drinks and usually we have grilled food um and just kind of i try if if you know weather permitting i try to spend as much of that day outside as possible Mm -hmm. um is normally what i do also um (laughs) you can you can edit this out but um for beltane and midsummer is one of the where I have found that sex magic works the best for me. I don't know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, experiment as you will. But I just found that that um, just gives it the extra oomph that it needs. So we should do a sex magic episode. Just sure. because it, well. It, <laughs> I don't know anything about it, so I'll have to look up a bunch of stuff. Well, it has a lot to do, well, total tangent, but um, I forget which. You're done wasted on this episode. We're going to do a whole episode on it. Okay. (laughs) Shelby's like, no, this gives me a whole nother episode. You're wasting content. I'm sorry. I said you could edit. I have content for this episode. I said you could edit it out. Anyways, we uh, are very sex positive on this podcast. I have just decided right now. I don't know if I'm sure they are too. But 
I'm very sex positive. I think everybody should have it if they want to and are consenting and are of an age that they can consent. Exactly. You know, and all that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with finding pleasure in your own body. Yeah. Do it. It's what bodies are for. I mean, the earthly me pleasures. From childhood, I'll talk to you about sex if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dinner table doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lunessa, this is where I had my pronunciation guide, so I know how to say it again, um, spelled L-U-G-H-N-A-S-A-D-H, lots of consonants. Lunessa. Um, yeah, Lunessa. Or Lamas. Or Lamas, also called Lamas. Yeah. Um, festival beginning the harvest season, halfway between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox, so August 1st and 2nd. Um, first harvest were appreciated. It was the moment of fullness and gratitude and enjoyment of the goods of the land and hard work because people were working hard, mm-hmm. making those vegetables, <laughs> getting you some fruits. Um, eat your freaking fruits. <laughs> yeah. And they're preparing themselves for the, um, you know, the work of the harvest season that's about to really kick off, um, which I think is great that they had all these festivals to really celebrate the fact that they were going to work really hard. They really needed these breaks. I'm just saying Mm. they needed something to boost morale and I'm glad that they had it. So and fun interjection here. Um, There is a BBC show called the Victorian farm and they have several episodes and I was really amazed that the Victorian farmer followed a lot of what we call the Sabbaths on the wheel of the year. Oh yeah. They even even reference llamas and like a candle mass, which is in bulk, like you said, and stuff like that. So this is, it was cool. So, you know, 1010 recommend it's on YouTube. It's fun. I'll link it. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, So do you do anything for llamas lunesa? Uh, hold on, Victorian farm. There you go. I eat bread. I don't know why. I very much associate like fresh bread. Well, that's and... gonna be my thing now. Right. Uh, <laughs> I like that tradition. I don't care if it is traditional or not. It is will now be in my tradition. <laughs> I I like eating it with um, you know, good butter and jam because. You could start making jams around this time, um, mm-hmm. or you can do a sun-dried tomato pesto or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Once again, enjoy the sun as much as possible. I'll take all of the jam and pesto you'd like to make me. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll start definitely taking Brittany's drink. I was going to say, listen, I'm going to toot my own horn here. Toot, toot. Um, I made some banging pear butter that I was very proud of. Uh, it. I mean, technically, it's not a jam, but it's yeah. very good. Um, anyways, I was excited about that. They are looking at me like not as excited, no, which I is fine. You, I'm looking this way because my I didn't dog get to eat is it. still having a hissy fit. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The next time I see you, I'll just have like several little jam, little jars of whatever the fuck I made for you guys, and just be like, "Perfect, there just you too go." Many jars for us, just little bitty jars. And I'm like, if you don't like it, don't tell me. 
just do something <laughs> else with it. <laughs> I guarantee I'll like it. If you made it, I'll like it. Um, so the next one is Maybon, which is the autumnal equinox. Um, so now you're in the thick of the harvest season. Um, it's kind of was described like pagan Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thanking the the earth for all of its its fruits that it's provided, you know, also vegetables. Um, so it's September 20th through 24th. Um, the fall equinox is a representation of the harvest seasons, a time of thankfulness and joy, um, as well as a time of bequeathing and melancholy because we're starting to get, you know, closer to Samhain, closer where the veil is thinner. Um, we're right in the thick of all the work right now. So mm-hmm. we're tired, you know, how well, you and you're, when you're tired. And you're at that point realizing whether you have enough to last your livestock and you yeah. throughout the winter months yeah. because there's not much time to grow anything after this. Right. And so, if, you know, you had a really wet spring or something, it's not, it can really throw off the whole right whole it's, year after that. So it's whenever you have to start really seriously thinking about whether you're going to have enough. And if you're and not. which of your favorite animals you might have to eat. Yeah. And then like, I would have a bond with all of them now. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I can, I'm total hypocrite. I could not raise my own f- meat to consume because I then am its mother and we are best friends. Yeah. And it's I cannot do that. I cannot do that. I will pay somebody else to do it, which is a really super hypocritical part. But here we are. But um, we all live with some cognitive dissonance. Doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then you had to think about like, you know, if you don't have enough, what right. are you going to do? Like, how are you going to pro- yeah. either procure that or what are you going to do? So, yeah. Yeah. One of the sources that I said um, said it's a time where day and night are perfectly balanced. And similarly, we ponder over the stability and flow of our lives. And now I'm glad that I have a set time to do that because before I was just doing this all the time. Uh, <laughs> so now I only have to worry about my stability in September on the 21st and right. I'm done worrying about my stability any other time. Right. So I'm glad That's that it. I don't have to worry about that anytime other than that. Um, Cause I was really wasting a lot of time worrying about that. Well, Hey, no, seriously though, you could take this time. If you start to like freak out about it, you could be like, is it Maybon? No. Is it Maybon? Then I can focus on something else. Cause I'm good until Maybon. And then Maybon can be until Maybon. Yeah, and then Maybon could be the day where you have a potluck with your where friends. I pay all my past due bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I only pay my bills on Maybon. Um, is there a, on Maybon? Is there a payment plan that I could enroll That's in? Just on Maybon. Only is, God, can you imagine having one day where you have to pay all of your fucking bills? That would suck. I would never spend money the entire year. Right. I would be too scared. No, I would still spend money and then be upset when it came to the day I had to pay all my fucking bills. No, I see, I grew up like poor in, and that manifests now in a way that I like will not spend money until I know that everything else is taken care of. Oh, I did the opposite for me. We pay every bill on the first of the month. And then I know, okay, this is how much money I have, and I can be mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, um, I I went the opposite way with that. Growing up poor, and now I have, now I'm financially stable. 
So my I would like to list one of the my highest skills that I have obtained through hard work, sweat, and tears is spending a lot of money in a very short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I am very good at it. I am excellent at it. I am You know who really appreciates that mm-hmm. is your inner child. Uh, exactly. So- <laughs> Um, also me, because I have been, uh, the benef- the beneficiary of a lot of dresses that you've bought. Speaking of, um, a closet purge is imminent, so you guys get to go closet <laughs> shopping again. I'm gonna have clothes for uh, the next part of the year! I know! Who's ready? Your good friend Brittany is... Oh my god! I not to wear my rags anymore! Uh, oh my god! <laughs> wow! No, uh, I found out... That people will just throw away perfectly good clothes rather than like donating it or anything like that. They're like, oh, well, yeah. it doesn't fit me. And they just Fast throw fashion, it baby. in the fucking trash can. And I'm like, capitalism. I'm like, don't what? make me go on another rant. What I'll do it. Fuck is wrong with you. Yeah. Don't so my, tempt me. So my, my thing is like, well, you know, I am buying this shirt that's probably unnecessary. And I've gotten better to, at returning stuff. Um, Mm-hmm. ADHD self is doing better with that. So well done, ADHD self. But I'm like, it will get bequeathed to somebody else who will use it or want it. Right. Like, because it goes through the friend group first. And I don't ever pressure you guys to take anything that you don't want. Like, if you don't want it, that's fine. I'm going to donate it. Right. Either way. So. Well, and um, you know, if I do take it, I'm going to wear it until it is literally falling off. Nothing else. Yeah. So I don't but, get rid of clothes ever. Right. I used to, so I used to donate to a local women's shelter, um, mm-hmm. you know, not far from where I live, but either they're not there anymore or they have moved locations or they just disbanded completely because I don't the know. The Pandamala probably. Right. The Panini probably. got a lot of things. Yeah. So I, instead I just take it to my local um, either Goodwill or Red Racks. And, you know, and whatever excess they have, they donate to shelters. So, um, which both stores have, like the owners have told me that. I'm like, what do you do with the excess? Like, oh, we we donate to the local uh, shelters. And then some of it gets sent, like, I want to say overseas, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyways, don't throw your shit away. If it's still perfectly usable, donate it. Give it to me and I'll wear it. (laughs) Do not give it to Shelby. <laughs> she has enough from me. Donate it. Hell, call – I mean, even if you have an appliance that you think might be able to be fixed, call your fucking local Habitat for Humanity or mm-hmm. whatever. A lot of times they'll take them because they have people who know how to fix it and reuse that stuff. Right. So that's that's my tiny soapbox for Little this. Little soapbox. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm done. <clears throat> Next. <laughs> Sabbath. Next is Samhain, which we did a whole episode on if anybody wants mm-hmm. to listen to our second episode, um, which is halfway between the autumnal equinox and the winter solstice. Um, so it's the final days of the harvest. We're getting ready for the last... It's the final Sabbath. Oh, I'm very tired. All right. <laughs> um, so this is where we begin winter and we do a lot more hunting. 
Um, and by we, I mean ancient people, because I don't do any of the hunting. I'm far too sensitive for that. <laughs> um, the venerating of the dead, um, but not from pain, out of respect and celebration. Um, we, you know, we we discussed. We went into it in detail in our our episode. So we, you know, discussed how mm-hmm. it's uh, we want to honor our dead and talk to our dead relatives and ancestors and stuff like that. So. Um, and pets yeah and you know how we celebrate that because we told you um i make as many costumes as i can and i plan them out decades in advance okay another small tangent so i got the rona over halloween right Mm -hmm. and so i never actually got to celebrate like i i had a solitary halloween which was fine and I and you know it was it was good, but I didn't have a Halloween party, which I realized now that like I still can't believe that Christmas is over. Like it feels like Christmas never happened because it feels like Halloween never happened. I think it started a domino effect. So I didn't have my giant Halloween party, right? Because I was mm-hmm. I was ill and I wasn't planning on making other people ill, and also I couldn't stand. So, <laughs> um. So I didn't have that. So I feel like my brain just never registered that it it happened and it was over. And then Thanksgiving was the same way. And now Christmas has been the same way. And I feel like I'm just in a weird limbo. And I just want to hibernate for the rest of winter. Halloween all year until next Halloween. I will come (laughs) dressed up. I mean, I'm never going to stop you. I'm always for a good costume party or a good themed party. Yeah. So let's do our lightning round named after not thunder, but lightning. Um, (laughs) So what's your favorite Sabbath? I'll go first. Mine is obviously Samhain. It's the best one. It's just objectively the best one. one. Um, I have a tie. My favorites are um, Samhain and Yule. They're my two favorites. I'll allow it. And I was going to say Yule because that's when my kid was born. Yeah. Yeah. Get this, guys. This this crazy lady was born on Samhain um, or what a lot of people consider Samhain. Definitely um, Dia de los Muertos she was born on. And then she produced a child. She spawned. And the child was born on Yule. So now his kid has to be born on Imbolc or something like that. He needs to plan that out. Right. What's that face for? You're making a face. Hey, sorry. I you guys are going in and out on me, and it could just be my uh, my laptop that I'm using. But oh, like okay. everything you just said yeah. was cut out for me. Oh well, it wasn't important. It's fine. Yeah, we were just telling you that um, <laughs> okay. when when your child reproduces, they are they have to have a kid on in bulk. Yeah, because you were sowing. Oh, okay. They're there you will now the next has to be in bulk and then so on and so on and so forth yeah. what's your most connected to sabbath so what sabbath do you feel most connected to Samhain. Beltane. yeah yeah that makes sense i don't know i guess mine's gonna be Samhain too it's because it's my favorite but i i reserve the right to change that later one day when I'm done celebrating all of them for a whole year. Um, So stay tuned. Everybody has to listen now for a whole year. 
to find out. So which do you prefer, the Celtic or the Germanic uh, holidays? Both smashed together because I like more reasons yeah. to celebrate stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, I like uh, the Germanic traditions, I think, better with mm -hmm. the, especially that Yule goat really got me. That's my new favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> my, you know, my favorite holiday is Celtic. So, you know, the yeah. six of one, half a dozen of the other. I, I guess I like the Germanic traditions, though, with the, the goat. Me I mean, you goats? can't you can't beat a good Yule goat. You know, I keep sending Lauren videos now, and I'll just say for oh, your son, goats. and it's just videos of goats. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like, why does your weird friend that I see once a year keep sending me goat videos? Yeah, you know, I really want to get, I really want to get a Yule goat uh, straw ornament now. Oh yeah, mm, yeah, for sure. They're, I want to learn how to make them. Yeah. Um, and then which, which holiday do you wish was more celebrated? Brittany, I think I know your answer. Yeah. I was going to say Beltane. Um, mm -hmm. I feel the most connected to Beltane, even though it's not my favorite. And I think one of the reasons why it's not my favorite is because like societally, we don't really do a lot with it. Like mm -hmm. Samhain is so much freaking fun because Halloween and it's such a, I mean, I fucking love Halloween. And then Yule, I absolutely love because all of the traditions around Christmas and stuff. So I feel like I would like Beltane more if, like, as a nation, as a nation, we yeah. did more. Or it's like it. in our culture, we just celebrated it more. Yeah. You know. So. I'm going to go with Litha. I want something different to celebrate in the middle of summer. Yeah. And just the 4th of July, because I don't know if anybody's gotten this from my general vibe. I'm not super <laughs> hip on how this country works in general. Um, so celebrating for the 4th of July isn't like very fun for me. Um, so I think I want Litha a little bit more to just give me something around that time to, you know, you know, a different reason to celebrate. I had an idea just now when you're talking about that. So at Midsummer's Night Eve, I almost wonder if like maybe we should like listen to it and like historically context delve into it and maybe bring something out from that. What do you, you mean? Midsummer's Night Eve? Sh uh, Shakespeare? The play? Midsummer Night's Dream? Yes, that one. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I was, I was so like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Midsummer's Night Dream. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a Litha episode. So right. maybe I'll bring it up then. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Also, it's my favorite Shakespeare play, which is why I got the title wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's late. This is our second recording. We've been recording for like four hours. So. This is also one of those times where my brain said Midsummer's Night Dream and my mouth didn't. <laughs> and I was confused why you guys were confused because my I've, brain I've had some of those before. said dream and my mouth said Eve. Thanks, ADHD. Once again. But what about you? Lauren, yeah. how about you? Yeah. 
Beltane is the like the May first one, right? The With May. the maple. Yeah, it's yeah. May Day. And- because you said Flowers. your mom used to celebrate stuff like that. Yeah. So right? what their community did, yeah, what their community did was go pick wildflowers and they'd make bunches of wildflowers and they would leave them in little That'd baskets on like their neighbor, near their neighbors. So everyone had like flowers to welcome in. Oh, that's summer. cute. Yeah. What did I do that with? I remember in my childhood, we made flower crowns. And mm. I don't remember who I did that with, but I just remember the idea of weaving them together. And there's tons of those like yellow daisy-like flowers that grow along like the highway mm-hmm. in our area. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bunch of those. Yeah. Buttercups. Yeah. If that's what they're called. I'm pretty sure you're talking about a buttercup. <laughs> pretty pretty shell. Pretty but sure you're talking about a buttercup. Fun and bring yeah. back some of those traditions. Yeah, I think it would be really nice to bring back um, celebrations that really kind of heightened like the earth and community because Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that we just don't really disconnected now. Yeah, extremely disconnected. We're more connected with the Internet and we've somehow made ourselves. Well, I mean, the culture, especially in our country, is like the pull yourself from your bootstraps into individuality Mm -hmm. sort of We're the most not necessarily how people are supposed to work, but okay. Right. We're the most connected and disconnected we've ever been Mm -hmm. at the same time. So it's an interesting time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, we're kind of seeing this movement back into that sort of thing, though, where more and more people Mm -hmm. are being like, this is not how we're supposed to work. Historically, this hasn't worked. This is why this is happening now. And then people yeah. being like, with inflation and how expensive things are, they're like, we're having to learn how to have these skills that, you know, a generation ago, everyone knew how to do. Mm-hmm. But then they just didn't teach it because there was A, no need, and B, they, you know, didn't feel like There was they... a profit. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested me, to see. Maybe me start with capitalism. Don't make me start. I'll start. Well, before I get started, let's end. Um, <laughs> we get, we made it through another episode, you guys. Oh my we God. did it. Yay. I can't believe it. Um, so our next episode topic is going to be a Book of Shadows grimoire episode. So <gasps> things are going to get spooky. Who's ready? Me. Um, <laughs> Please always remember to email your questions, comments, stories, thoughts, uh, favorite holidays, anything. Please engage in any way with us at charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Again, we don't have a Patreon yet as of late 2022. Um, If you're listening to this well in the future, check and see. I don't know if we'll do it later or not. Um, Rate and review. Again, funniest review is going to get read on the podcast. So think of something very funny and I will read it. Um, And if you want to remain anonymous, you can remain anonymous and say that. I don't know how that works on Apple. I don't have an Apple thing. So you're going to have to figure that out on your own. Um, Just like I had to figure it out on my own. I'm sure Um, there's a YouTube video that'll show you how to do it. Yeah, there's a YouTube video. Make your own Apple and make a new Apple account. Have another Apple password that you'll need to remember. Good luck. Um, Godspeed. 
So, and then follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at charmed underscore alarmed. Again, we don't have a Twitter, so feel free to tweet at us and we will not respond. I'm so sorry. Um, we really appreciate all of you here. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we're charmed and alarmed. Thanks, guys. We did it. Bye. Bye.